I've spent the last three years learning from some of the most ingenious fund managers around. And now I've decided to take the plunge and start my own fund. The real question is, how will I do it? With no investors and without an Ivy League degree, this podcast is going to give you the answer. Join me and follow along as I share mine and other stories as we start and build multi-million dollar investment funds. I'm Bridger Pennington, and this is Investment Fund Secrets. Hey, hey, welcome back to the show. Let's just dive into it. A few days ago, was asked a question from a friend, Bridger. What's it like running a fund? What kind of weight do you have that you carry? Is it is, is a lot of work to manage other people's money? Can, can really anybody do this? And I cut him off there and I said, let me ask, answer your question for you. And for people who ask, want to you know, watch this show for a while, you've seen I talk about funds very openly. I say, go start a fund, get into syndications, do all this great stuff, which I truly believe. And I believe funds is the most best profitable, lucrative vehicle on the planet to make money, to scale whatever you're doing. I, I believe that through and through. You guys listen to the show, you've seen that. So my friend asked me this question. And I said, well, number one though, it is, this is not for everybody. I said, there is a, a, a definitely a huge weight when you take on investor capital weight that you carry. And number two, if you are not deeply honest to your core, if you're not an honest type of person, you just default, you don't just default to honesty. You default to a lie. You try to get out of things. You're kind of a snaky type of person. You can look at yourself and understand that. Running a fund is not the business model for you because what happens when you run a fund, if you're not deeply honest with all of your dealings with your fellow man, you're eventually gonna get into trouble and you're gonna end up in jail. That's the problem where you see a lot of these fund managers get too big or too blown up. This is what happens. And a number of things could happen, but this was a common tale, is they'll have... You know, great months, investors are putting money in, they love it, it's going great, and then they have a bad month. And they want to please their investors so bad, they have these deliverables they want to hit, they have a very hard time writing that quarterly report or annual report saying, hey, we actually lost money this year, and you took a loss on your investment. And they're worried that people are going to pull their money out, which they might, there's all these things that could happen, so what they justify themselves, well, hey, we're smart. We had, yeah, we had a couple of tough breaks, but we're back in the game. Here we are. We're going to be just fine. We'll make it up in the future. And what happens then is they're incentivized now to even take riskier bets to make up the difference of what they lost previously. And so they take riskier, riskier bets and they go up and, and nine times out of 10, usually those bets don't pay off and, uh, all the money's gone. And they had lied to investors along the way, so investors didn't know how bad it was, and now, bam, they're sent to jail. If your fund, by the way, I guess I ask questions a lot. What, what happens if my fund fails, right? What goes on there? If it was fraudulent, if you lied, yeah, you have potential to go to jail. If you've if you been lying to investors, misleading investors, you, you 100%, you have a chances to go to jail, which is a very sad thing, and uh, something we saw a lot of in 2007, 2008, 2009, you saw a lot of, fund managers that were lying to investors in, in 09, 010, where, where they're at, end up going to jail because they committed fraud. The other side of the coin though, if your fund just fails though, right? Let's just say the investments, you were 100% honest, the investments you did just didn't work out. Yes, your investors are gonna be mad. They're gonna call you up, they're gonna be pissed. 
Um, they're gonna want their money and you're gonna liquidate the fund as much as possible. You're gonna try to pay them back as much as you can on their principal. But if it fails, that's, that's what the PPM and LPA states. The PPM and LPA, the two documents, pretty much go through 100 pages of how you can lose your money in every way possible. And so if it all happens, you go say, you point to the PPM, hey, this is what happened. And they might do an investigation. They might come look and run through your books. I actually had a family, kind of a close family member, this happened to them. And looked through all their books and looked at everything. The SC kind of finally came back and just said, just negligence. It was just there's no fraud committed. There's no lying. It was just negligence on behalf of the partners and um, investors lost money. So that might happen, but that's now. So you're, you're safe there. Theoretically, it depends on every fund is different. Now your reputation is going to be tarnished. Hey, we lost money with Bridger. We're not going to invest with him. again. So your reputation is going to be gone. It's going to be hard to get back in the game, but you're not going to jail. You're going to be just fine. If you were honest with your investors. I had a great mentor. Actually, I've, I've had two mentors tell me this exact same thing. And they both said this to me. They, they said, Bridger, and then one of them is to a group, one of them is directly to me. They said, Bridger, you need to be as brutally honest with yourself in every way possible. And I'm like, what do you mean? He goes, most of us in general, we lie every day, hundreds of times a day. And I go, what do you mean? And he goes, you tell your friends you're going to be there in five minutes when you know you're going to be there in probably eight to 10 minutes. We constantly, he goes, we constantly lie. A lot of us just by default will lie to people by the nature of our soul. Sometimes it's for good, per, good meaning. Hey, I, you know, I love, honey, I, you look great tonight. <laughs> right? We have that a lot. Honey, you look like, you look gorgeous when we don't. Um, and other things we tell people we'll be there on time or, oh yeah, I'll send that email to you right away and you end up not sending it right away. Or, hey, I'll connect to this person right now and you don't. Or, hey, um, put me on the email thread. I'll, I'll make sure to respond right here. And we don't. There's a lot of these micro lies. And I had two mentors tell me, Bridger, you need to stop lying in the micro things. That's actually something you probably didn't expect me to get, go on this, this topic right here, did you? But we we're here. We're going into it. But I've spent the last two weeks, again, I've had this out. This is my second time someone told me to do this. And I've, I've been analyzing everything I say and do to other people. And I was looking like today I've lied to like 10 people on small things that were not, not a big deal at all. Right. Um, but little things, right. Hey, Oh, can you pick that up for me? Can you, and I'll say, yeah, I'll grab that for you. Oh, can you get this on the way? Yeah. And, oh, I, sorry. I forgot. You know, I, I slipped my mind, but I had promised to do something for somebody or I, I had uh, misspoke or I didn't respond to somebody in the right time frame that I gave them. And I think we do a lot of these micro lies and I'm actually working on it. So the reason I bring this up, this is kind of a random episode, but when you're thinking about running a fund, getting this game, if you're not the type of person that can write a letter to investors when you lose money, or if you're not the type of person that can true people up, sometimes when maybe it's not in the exact contract, but you gave someone your word that you would true them up to a, on a certain deal or project, if you're not the type of person that can do that kind of thing, has done it in the past, Everyone's honest until there's a $2 million difference sitting on a balance sheet, depending on where it goes you to somebody else. That's when it gets tested. That's when you're honestly and tested. And I have seen time and time again, it's something I've been told about my, my dad. You guys have heard about my dad. If he's been on the show before, you've seen him. That he, I've heard from a number of his partners. They say, your dad is the most honest person I've ever dealt with in my entire life. And they go, I trust him more than any other partner I've ever worked with ever. I've had, I've had three partners tell me that about my dad. They go, I've had, I've had dozens of business partners in my life and I've never had a better, more honest person with integrity business partner than your father. I would trust him with my will. If I died, I had one, one partner tell me, Bridger, if I die, 
I'm telling my wife to go talk to John Pennington because he'll help figure out the whole situation. And so I, I saw in a great example in my dad, and he's probably, I don't know if he listen, listens to this show or not, but love you, dad, and thanks for the great example. But having a deep sense of honesty, I think is absolutely crucial, especially when you're gonna scale and take other people's money to that level and take on that kind of responsibility. If you just set from the beginning, we are gonna be, it's not, we're gonna be honest 98% of the time. It's 100%, you have to go for 100%, or there's, you're, or you're gonna fub up. If you don't say I'm going to be 100% honest in all my dealings with everybody, you're going to you're going to mess up and and if things go down, investors are going to figure that out and you're going to you might go to jail. You got to decide today to be 100% honest. So the question to you is, are you 100% honest with your dealings with your fellow man? And probably most of us aren't 100 like I mentioned before, answering emails on a certain time from line to people. Number 2, I give you the challenge to be more honest. To be more honest with everything you say and do. I found out I, I lie to kids all the time, like nieces, nephews, family, kids, stuff like that. I lie to them all the time, right? I tell them little things that aren't true and for fun. And and I've had to analyze, is that the right thing to do or not? And I don't know, right? But I will give you the challenge to be 100% honest in every little thing you do. And it's a working progress, it always is, but set that mindset, set that goal. Anyways, that's all I got for you guys today. Have a good week. Love you all, bye. Hey, what's going on? Wasn't that awesome? So what we've done is made a Facebook group that is free to the public. You've got to opt in and join it, but I go live in there every single Wednesday to walk through your questions, do live Q&A and walk through new topics. So if you want to connect with me, want me to answer your questions directly, join our Facebook group. It's Investment Fund Secrets. If you go online, you'll see it. We have a private group for our mastermind members. It's not that one. It's our free group. You guys can hop in, get questions answered, meet other people starting funds and, and join our Investment Fund Secrets family. If you guys are interested, Go to Facebook Investment Fund Seekers. I'll see you guys inside.